You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me and I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it, for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H dot com. And use the code Lexi for 15% off today. Okay, I'm going to get a little sad girl for a second. But Mother's Day is around the corner. And if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is my life in a book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And My Life in a Book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M-Y-L-I-F-E-I-N-A-B-O-O-K dot com and use code Lexi for 10% off today. Hello, everyone. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and I've been requested to do an episode about friendship. And why would you want to make an episode on friendship alone when you could bring in one of your best friends? So without further ado, unless you're already watching on YouTube, which we'll get to that in a second, and you can already see her, let me introduce Miss Tyra Booker. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Would you like me to introduce you, or would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, no, I can introduce myself. So I am a content creator. I am a social director for a beauty band called Ilya, and I'm a New Yorker now through and through, living in LA, and yeah, I'm also Lexi's best friend. <laughs> We've known each other since we were 12. Yeah. We both- Are we gonna tell that story? Yes. Okay. We both made YouTube videos. I was Twitter 315, she was Fashion With Ty, and that was how we became friends. But that was kind of just like a YouTube friendship, and it, mm. it kind of stayed there, and then you went off to college, did your thing, I did mine, and then when I moved to New York, Tyra was living in New York City, and we were neighbors, so we reconnected, and we've become so close ever since, and now, not only are we besties, we live together, and we are currently roommates. No, exactly. It's I been it better myself. It's been fabulous, and I think we have a lot to get to, so we're going to go on Instagram and see what your questions are. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically 
These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Atlexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code LEXI for 20% off your first order. Also, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast, this is the first episode of the At Lexi podcast that's going to have a video element. So I will be posting this video, I think onto YouTube. I need to check with the podcast network to see if there's somewhere else that they recommend I put it. But go to Lexi Lombard on YouTube and you will be able to watch the podcast if you so please. Okay, let's get into it. How to make friends as an adult. Mm. And I do feel like Tyra's a great person to be on this episode with because she, as, as I am too, a little social butterfly. Mm-hmm. You're definitely a social butterfly. Yeah, I mean, how to make friends as an adult is such an interesting question because I do feel like there's this period of your life when you're like in school that you're surrounded by people to meet like at all times. And Mm -hmm. then after you graduate, um, you enter this space in your life where you only have friends that knew you for who you were instead of like who you've become. And like you're kind of navigating this gray area between like keeping those friendships, but then also trying to meet new people that like inspire you and bring you to where you want to be, which is really hard. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people have that issue when they're in college and then there there's a weird divide between college friends and high school mm-hmm. friends. And then sometimes it works out really well. Yeah. And then that phase happens again after you leave college mm-hmm. or around the 22, 23 year mm-hmm. where you're feeling new, but the people from your past still know you as the past. Exactly. And like, not to say that those friendships don't matter. Like I'm still just as close with like friends from high school, if not more, but um it's just a different type of friendship. Whereas like the people that you meet new in your 20s, in your late 20s, which I guess we're edging on. Um, we're mid, they, we're mid. Yeah, we're mid. <laughs> we're 26. Um, but mentally I'm 24. Um, oh, I was like mentally I'm 28. <laughs> but I'd like to be 24. But I think that's accurate, honestly, for both of us. Um, but I feel like those people that we, like the people that we're meeting now, like they're knowing us for this for who we are yeah. right now, yeah. you know? And that's like such a amazing feeling because they don't know about, they don't know about your past life. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's so nice. It's refreshing. But I will say, as fun as it is to make new friends, it's really fun for your new and old friends to all get mm-hmm. to know each other. That mm-hmm. has been one of my favorite things about growing up is that along the way, like where you're from, your hometown friends, and then mm-hmm. maybe your school friends or your post-grad friends if you went to college, I don't know. And then if you move somewhere new and then you get to choose which friends you want to keep in contact with mm-hmm. and then introduce them to your new friends That's and then really just make the make- world bigger and your world bigger but the world feels smaller yeah i feel like that was the question like how do you make new friends and like one big part is mutual friends and i would also say like hanging out with your friends friends but alone like when you are alone and you're in new spaces it forces you to have to make friends versus like if you're with another person entering a new space like you might lean on the comfort of the person that you're with and like be less inclined to meet new people. Definitely. I'm a much more social version of myself if I'm out somewhere alone. Mm-hmm. If I have someone I'm really close with to mm-hmm. lean on, I'm not going to be as socially adventurous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so totally mutual friends, I feel like, is how I make new friends. Social media is selfishly how we've made a ton of friends. Yeah. I mean, like, so many friends. Like, I feel, I don't even know how. Like, usually, you know, you could be, oh, perfect example, Alyssa in the city. Alyssa and the city. This is a perfect example. Like, this is a a content creator on Instagram that, like, I've admired for a while. I mean, me and a lot of my friends have just because she has incredible home design taste. And we went to an event and we ended up meeting her in person. And then she ended up inviting us to, like, you know, two other events that she had. And that's how we ended up meeting other new people. Mm -hmm. Like, but... Um, I guess we were already at an event in order to meet her in the first place, but like that's a person I didn't know until social. But like, have you, do you have an example of like meeting someone on social media that you like were not 
previously connected to? Like, I guess an event is an easy answer. Yeah, so we'll say, we'll say this girl that we met at Alyssa's event. Mm. We had seen her at the same event that Alyssa was at, and then she was at the event that Alyssa invited everyone to, and then I went to another brand event the following week and saw her there, so I'd already seen her three times. Mm -hmm. And then I took a little trip to Ojai with Tyra and her friend, and her friend knows that girl that's been to all the events, so the four of us went to dinner together. Exactly. And that, A, strengthens my relationship with that girl, but also strengthened my relationship with your friend. Mm-hmm, 100%, yeah. I also feel like just putting yourself out there, like half the time people are scared to interact with people, but there have been times when I've been out at a party, like, you know, you're drunkenly talking to a girl and you're like, wow, this is so fun. Like, I would love to get you know, to know you more. And like, you exchange numbers or you exchange Instagram and, and you just go out with the person the next day. Like, I've had, I've met so many people like that where you just take it upon yourself to just like, See what could work <laughs> and meeting someone out and then if you're following them on Instagram and you see that you have 20 mutuals mm -hmm. you're like oh my god you know this person this person this person mm -hmm. they're already being vetted for you mm -hmm. and because you have so much overlap it mm -hmm. makes it that much more comfortable yeah but I do have a few one-off friendships that I have no mutual friends with them like there's mm -hmm. this one guy in particular I'm thinking of and we met at a party years ago maybe like 2014 2015 and we've stayed in contact and I have so much love for him, but nobody I know knows him and he doesn't know anybody I know, but we just clicked, we connected, there was something there and created a friendship. So I think those are special. I also think having something like that is sometimes even more special than being a part of a friend group. Mm -hmm. Cause friend groups are a great way to navigate events and a social life, but not necessarily strong connections. Yeah. What I will say that Lexi and I are also very similar in is that we aren't necessarily tied to like one group of people. Like we are social butterflies that like to bounce between multiple groups of people. And again, I feel like that's how you end up making more friends mm -hmm. because you're not constricting yourself to one group. And like, I remember when I went to college and I had this like very strong group of college friends and I felt like, yes, like they were really great for my social life, but we didn't necessarily have like common interest let's say if I had more of an interest in like art or fashion or music or things like that which made me feel like I needed to find more friends that aligned with those interests and then you just start hanging out with friends that do and meet their mutual friends and that's how you like enter that space so I promise it's not as hard as you think yeah I think the main things are hanging out with mutual friends being alone and just like putting yourself out there yeah actually yeah. going out and doing new things yeah and, and don't be afraid to just like reach out you know yeah like even people who are just like follow someone and dm them hey like i love your style like would you want to come and grab coffee like i feel like that's such a common way of making friends it's like not weird or if you're out at a party mm -hmm. and like you are pouring yourself a drink and then there's another person there that's pouring mm -hmm. themselves a drink just look at them smile and say like cheers and then maybe yeah. they'll strike up a conversation you know someone that is in the same space as you that you haven't interacted with yet. Mm -hmm. Just being a little bit more forward, <laughs> I really think that it's, I don't know, it's hard to give advice on something that comes a little bit naturally, but when something comes naturally and then you just continue to do it, it becomes such a strong, effortless muscle. Mm -hmm. So really you just gotta do it once, rip off the band-aid and like yeah. have someone to coffee, invite, someone that you would like to hang out with if you don't want to hang out one-on-one -on -one, invite them out with you and a friend and that can soften maybe any potential nerves that you would have mm -hmm. like if i met someone new i would invite them like out to the flu with us on saturday like mm -hmm. tell them to meet us there mm -hmm. and then we could have little baby interactions until maybe you know something more personal like coming over to my house and hanging out or like a sleepover or something because mm -hmm. that doesn't happen like instantly that happens with time this is an interesting one Caitlin Fullerton asked, when friendship confrontation is worth it? Oh yeah, we were also talking about this. I feel like, you know, it, de it depends on your relationship with the person. If you have a friend that you've been friends with for a really long time and you are interested in seeing your friendship grow and you think that if you give this like feedback to them, they're gonna respond well to it and change their behavior, then 100% do it. If you have a friend that you kind of think your friendship is like dying, 
it's not going as, as well as you wanted it to, then I would say it's not as much worth it other than if you just want to get closure. But I feel like what we were talking about is like the best thing you can do as being really close friends is having constant open communication like you would in a relationship. So it never has to be this issue where you have to like confront them about something, but you can just have like open conversation. Mm -hmm. Usually I just recommend expressing it as you feel it because then you're then your discomfort turns into resentment and like the resentment is not something that the other person is even aware of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, was such a good example it. of this. <laughs> so one of my best friends, Alex and I, she lives here and I was invited to an event on the West side. So I had gone to her house and I, she's one of those friends that like runs a little bit on her own time, which I mean, fair enough. And then we ended up being like an hour and a half late, but while she was getting ready and while I was waiting for her, I was getting really frustrated. And when we get to the event, there was definitely tension between us. We were not vibing. And so we left the event, we sat on a bench outside and we're like, okay, let's, let's go over what pissed you off and like what pissed me off. And we shared. And what's so interesting is the reason I thought I had bothered her was not what my guess was at all. And the reason that she had bothered me is not what she thought at all. And we wouldn't have known that had we not just given ourselves the two minutes to have that conversation. And then we walk back into the event and have like a merry old time. Like that's a perfect example. Or even the other day when one of my guy friends thought I was being distant and he just like called me and was just like, are you upset at me? Like, let's have a talk about it. And I was just like, well, I don't like the way when you speak to me in this way versus this way. And he was just like, oh, I had no idea I was doing that and just like stopped doing it. So. And I think that's such a good habit to get into because mm -hmm. just as easily when you're really close friends with someone, you can let those things slide. Yeah. Like Alex and I could have probably given ourselves 15 minutes mm -hmm. and it would have eventually blown over. Mm -hmm. And same thing with you and your friend if he never called to ask, like you would have forgiven him and just, it's mm -hmm. not like it would have ended the friendship, but it's so good that you guys got to have that little moment yeah. to say, actually, yeah, you did bother me a little mm -hmm. bit. And I got to tell Alex and Alex got to tell me like, yeah, this did bother me a little bit mm -hmm. because if anything, it goes from making a friendship stay the same to making it a little bit stronger. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a relationship. Friendships are relationships. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, balance time between alone. Wait. Balance alone time and time with friends. That one, I mean, <laughs> I am more extroverted and I do like to spend maybe like two thirds of my time with people and one third alone. But I can tell, there's almost like a meter and I can start getting a little bit aggravated or annoyed. My switch will come uh, where I've like been around people for too long and all of a sudden I'm like need to be alone right now and I'll snap a bit. Um, or same thing if I'm alone for too long, I'll start to get so restless and have cabin fever within my own self where I'm like, okay, it's been too many days. Like I need to go out and socialize. I have behaviors and signals that let me know when it's time to either be alone or to be with a friend. Mm -hmm. How do you balance it? I don't know. We're both only children. So being alone is like not unnatural to me. No. So I really appreciate being alone, which I think like most people need to learn how to do. So, you know, I just, I, I'm like Lexi where I just listen to myself, you know, if I need to be alone, I'll just, I'll sit in my bed, watch TV, you know, love it and express that. And then if I want to be with friends, I'll, I'll make sure to make plans to hang out. I definitely sometimes have an issue of like overbooking myself, but like, as long as you're close enough with a friend to be like, Hey, like I actually just want to be alone. Then, then you, then you get to manage it however you see fit. Mm-hmm. I also think alone time is super important because you should also be in your friend circle. Yeah. You should be one of your friends. And I think like with Lexi and I, if we want to be alone, we'll just express it. Like, or we'll not just be like, like even just like shut the door. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, it's not like I'm like, you know, dying to be alone, you know, like yeah. I'll just be like, I want to be alone right now or I'll just be in bed and it's like understood that I yeah. want to be in bed, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Ella CMV asks, what do you appreciate most about each other? <laughs> I mean, Lexi's already going to know what I'm going to say, which is about this is what I appreciate. Like this <laughs> constant smiling smiling about life like her happiness like she just like literally wakes up beaming enjoying to take on the day and that is an energy that it takes me like very hard a hard time to get to but i feel like it's really great to live with because it inspires you to like you know 
be happy and be more positive about your experience in life. <laughs> Which is like, not to say that I'm not having a good time, but I'm not as like expressive as Lexi is. So I think it's really great energy to be around. <laughs> I love how motivating Tyra's energy is <laughs> to not just like have a snack, like chop up some vegetables, arrange it in a gorgeous way and make yourself a meal. To not just get like, I don't know, frozen chicken tenders at the grocery store. Like you're gonna get, if you're going to the frozen section, you're getting lobster tails. It's only $6 more, you may as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you're really able to take a moment that a lot of people would just get through yeah and give it the space to be a luxury yeah enjoy it if yeah. you're having the meal it should be the best also if meal. we're going out i've definitely gone into places where i'm just throwing on clothes to simply have clothes on when i leave the house mm -hmm. whereas no it's a fit <laughs> we are putting together a fit and it's going to be accessorized and our makeup is going to be done just because we want to be fun and play dress up. Yeah. So I've had a lot more fun with my outfits since living with you. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know that. I mean, I feel like too, especially with COVID because we weren't going outside at all. Like it made it so like every time you go outside, it was like the most yeah, important that's time so to true. go outside. Like, my deli run was like the strut yeah, of the day yeah. that I think it's created this <laughs> yeah. habit that like now every time I go outside I want to feel like I'm like strutting um which is funny also we just we don't walk as much in, obviously in LA so I can wear a lot cuter shoes yeah you can wear a lot cuter shoes you can just I don't know I just in New York you're just you're when you're surrounded by all these like beautiful fashionable looking people it's like it gives you this like edge on you that you're like okay well I need to like step up for the subway and like here we don't have that so I feel like forcing yourself to do that is like a good practice of like not becoming stylist yeah it adds a little zest into your day mm -hmm. like I loved how when we went to dinner yesterday we all had like little fits on yeah yeah it was so cute oh also like I love eating with Tyra I love it because yeah. we are such we, foodies yeah. We're a whole review. Yeah, whole review. We spend our meals talking about yeah. every bite that we're taking. We're like, ooh, this one though. Like the sauce on here, amazing. <laughs> or we'll be like this octopus, not fresh. Not good. Not yeah. good. What ocean did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> like we're going into the specifics. It's a true hobby. It's a true hobby. How to handle long distance friendships. How to handle long distance friendships. If you guys have gotten to that spot like you are connected that connection doesn't end with distance mm -hmm. no not at all i mean some of my best friends are people i like n never speak to unless i'm like near them at a certain time and i think it's just a mutual understanding that like you will always be really good friends so obviously checking in for like big moments whether it's like birthdays or they got into a relationship or you have a new job like those are moments that people want to feel valued and appreciated by but Oh, you're so good at that. I'm not good at that. I'm very much like an out of the blue was thinking about you. Yeah, that's I'm, also another way to do I'm it. I'm not very good at the milestones because for the yeah. milestones, I almost feel, okay, well, everyone's talking to you right now. Yeah. But it's true. Those are times that you want to feel. Well, those are times I feel almost like required to do so. Whereas like Lexi is actually a little bit different where she's just like checking in like at a random moment, which I think both are great. Just like letting them know that you, you're still cared about and valued but then when you are in the same space like really spending full time together and knowing that that's like not going to change your relationship like we were not with claudia for like five years. or six years for years <laughs> like yeah years and the moment we would come visit claudia in la <laughs> it was like we were hanging out from like 9 a.m. to like 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah. I swear. Like, of just like word vomiting your entire life, which yeah. thank God we've exited that era of like word vomit because it's also exhausting to have to like spill every emotion. Let me tell you about the last had. seven months right now. Yeah, it's exhausting. <laughs> and I want to tell you every detail. Yeah, but when you're really good friends with someone, they want to know every detail. Yeah. So, um, just making time. I would say. I want to use this question as an opportunity to say that not every friendship needs to be a best friendship. And yeah. I think it's absolutely essential that you do have best friendships and you do have people that you've met that you feel seen in front of, you feel heard in front of, you feel understood. But it is more than okay to have some friendships where the only thing you guys have in common is that you like to swim. Mm -hmm. You like to shop. You like mm -hmm. to 
go out at night that's totally fine there's a lot of this desire to get rid of certain friends because you guys aren't mm -hmm. super connected mm -hmm. it's like then you don't need to be best friends you can just be yeah. friends yeah and having friends for particular moments and acquaintances yeah like having friends for particular moments or interest are good because of what i said where it's like you know for example like my college friends were friends that I was friends with for so long that I'm still friends with and like still get along with and like, you know, some of the funniest people I've ever met. But like if you have that one friend that's gonna like, you know, go to a film with you every time you wanna see like a new film that's out, that's what your friend that's what that one friend is there for to like help fill that need. You yeah, know? when you have an interest and maybe like your tight friends, your mm -hmm. close circle, no one else is interested in that. Yeah. It's fine to have a friend that like yeah, and it you also can share puts, that activity. With. It puts less less pressure on those friendships that don't have that common interest because I think also for a while you can get into the habit of being like, oh well, these people don't want to do what I want to do, so then I guess we're not friends because we've drifted apart. No, it could mean that you still have like a really great relationship, but they're just not interested in the same things you are, and that's okay. Absolutely. Sid Stambo asked, how to know if it's worth reconnecting with an old friend when so much time has already passed? I totally think it's worth a shot. Like, if you have an old friend that you're slightly interested in connecting with, you may as well give it one hang and see if anything good comes out of it, but once again, no pressure for it. I think friends are fabulous. Favorite memory together. We had a honeymoon in Laguna Beach last week. <laughs> We didn't. Tyra and I did not get married, but our trip was so fun and adorable and spontaneous that it felt like a little honeymoon because we drove to Laguna Beach because Tyra had a meeting there. Mm -hmm. like, I drove and then I spent the day at the beach and she worked and then when we met up after. We went so... to dinner, we booked a hotel, we saw Psychic. We swam, we did a little night swim in the mm, pool. That was fun. We both took bubble baths. Yes! A staycation is an underrated friend moment. Like, if you guys really want to like reconnect a staycation, I guess is good. Not that we needed to reconnect. It was so like, luxurious. Yeah, it was. And just like doing something on a whim, I think is just like so fun. Yeah, you know, I loved it. And we were both very game for it. Mm -hmm. Like, should we stay the night? Yeah, we should absolutely stay the night. Yeah, and it was so worth it. Also, I think an interesting aspect of living with a friend is that sometimes you just think of your home as like your space whereas that got to be a fun little trip that we got to do together mm -hmm. oh i have a i have a favorite memory that's not oh oh i think i know what you're gonna say what am I gonna say? Yes! I knew it! Gubba I was so fun. That I was like your gonna, birthday weekend. Yes, oh my god. That was the best birthday weekend. I swear. It was so much fun. Like, I... Taking a little credit. I, it really was. Like, Gave the good vibes. It was like, I remember that week was like fashion week and then I went to the US Open and then it was my birthday and for my birthday we... I had a party at this bar in New York called Dangling. Highly recommend. They play fun hip hop music. It's a little tiki bar. Mm -hmm. And then after the day after, Claudia was randomly in town, and I don't For remember. Ball. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because Billy and Phineas were performing. But I feel like she was there for something else. But let's say she was there for Gumball. And um, Billy was headlining, and Phineas was obviously also performing. So. We were like, this is amazing because Gutball was on my birthday and I already had passes to Gutball through work. And so we went to Gutball and <laughs> this story is so funny. We went to Gutball and we had these passes called the freeloaders passes. <laughs> Mind you, we were like, we got breakfast with Claudia earlier today. We were like, see you later, like at the vessel. We had these freeloader passes that literally didn't get us anywhere into the festival and not to be a brat it gave us ga access but it it only gave us access to one area in the back of the festival called the freeloaders, called the freeloaders lounge, lounge. advertised this ticket as if it was a vip yes but it was ga plus access to this tiny little area that you could buy food and get an uh, like a couple drinks at yeah that was just a lot and i feel like we <laughs> That was a lot. It wasn't a lot. It was just like, <laughs> it was not what we were expecting. And I feel like, you know, me and Lexi were together and then Lexi's like, oh, well, Tyra's like not having a good birthday. And like, you know, I'm just going to say it. GA, I'm not going to a festival GA. I can't do it. Like, 
it is just the most horrific thing of my entire life. Like the lines, the fighting between people, the crowds, the getting squished, the needing water, like all people of People were having panic attacks. Panic attacks, yeah. It's like, I, your girl already Fainting. has anxiety. I don't need anything to like propel it. And I feel like, you know, everything that happened in those Chavez shows, like it's just like, I'm not, I'm literally not interested. Like nothing about it seems fun to me anymore. Whereas when we were like 16, 18, 18 and like didn't care about anything except dancing and you know, a field on drugs, then by all means, like I can be anywhere to do that at that age. Um, but anyway, we ended up leaving the freeloaders lounge, the headliners were about to come on and we were like, okay, it's like my birthday, I'm not even gonna get to see Claudia, I'm not even gonna get to see Billy perform. Like we were both just like, uh, this is slowly turning into defeated. not fun. Yeah. Also at one point me and Lexi lost each other in the crowd and I've never felt a loss like that in my entire life. Like you might've thought that my arm fell off. Like I was, I was like, it, it was like rock bottom, right? Like I was like, am I just gonna have to go home alone? And like, just like that's how my birthday turns out. I swear to God, sometimes there I was angels. no space. No space. No, I'm talking. You couldn't <laughs> push your arm or like take a step forward without running. There's people on every side of you, and you feel like a little bug in this whole big world. Like you can't see you in can't front of you. Only see just your back of heads. It's so yeah. hard to identify. If you guys have been to a festival, like losing a friend at the festival is one of the scariest things. And you don't even know if you're gonna have cell service. Should yeah. Scary. No cell service. No cell service. I couldn't text or call her. Then, by the grace of these angels, literally Jesus, Lexi's friend, and Jesus himself, and Chris Clemens, find me, and they're like, Tyra, like, what are you doing? And I was like, I was just with Lexi, and I could, and I don't know where she went, and we were on our way to like go try and get backstage, and 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 Jesus is like, I'll find her, and. T takes me to Lexi. It was the most amazing thing ever. It might have been friggin' like, what's that movie? Titanic. Like, <laughs> get like separated and put together. I have no idea. But anyway, me and Lexi, we're at the VIP lounge. We're like trying to meet up with Claudia, who's giving us a pass from like one of their managers. And, you know, we're waiting for this pass, and people are like, who are you here for? And we're like, Billy. And they're like, ha! You and everyone else, bitch. Never, never happened. Like they, everyone thought that we were like lying, lying. Because of this like craziness, Claudia had to get like Billy's mom to come and get us, which is like literally so embarrassing. Now that you think about it, it's like you can't get into like the cool kids party, and like your parents have to come out and get you. Like she grabs us. Grabs us by the like, arm. Not even like yeah. Not even like oh come like grabs us. It's like come on. So then like it's us three. We're like all hand in hand, like going to the side stage. Like Billy's come on. We're like woo, and like we like can't believe this happening. Also in the midst of this, like bodyguards are like trying to like rip us apart, and like someone's even stopping Claudia, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" So there's the main stage, and then there's where my hands are, two side stages, and we were on this one with Claudia and Billy's mom. And Billy's mom decides, no, she's like, no, we're going to this. She's stage. like, I cannot see my daughter. We have to go to like, say we're on the right stage. So we she once again grabs us. Yeah. We are running. And running. so we are like going outside through and where, where all the we're, staff is. Where we're running, I want to paint the picture. And this is why I think this is my favorite memory. Like, where we're running is like, you know how there's like a long stage to a main stage at a festival. Like, we're running like a runway. around the runway of the main stage between like the stage and like the, crowd. the gated crowd. So like we're in that small little sector and as we're running all hand in hand, like screams are unleashing from the crowd in like the most insane way. People were like, Claudia! Like it was like the craziest sensation ever. And then Phineas is like on stage like playing guitar and he's like, what the heck are you guys doing? Seeing our little like three heads bop around the stage, holding hands. And then we finally make it to the other side of the stage and it quickly becomes like the best concert ever. At the end of the time, like, you know, it's just like happy birthday and we get the pass that we want. But it's just, that was the most funny experience of my entire life. And on top of that, 
that was such a good set like yeah i billy was even saying that that was like one of her favorite shows oh i mean it was my favorite billy show i've seen by far and i also feel like i was i was a fan of billy just as like a person who listened to her when i was super young but seeing that show like i was like i understand yeah she's <laughs> a star she is a star mm -hmm. and we were just in it we just had the best time ever highly and encourage we you guys to see a billy in show the best position with the best view with our it, best friends and just got to dance dance together holding hands it felt yeah. so special it was such it was it was such a, a magical moment yeah like as we're talking about it and like it was such a special surreal moment because honestly like i was just i remember just standing there being like this is so crazy that yeah. like we have known each other since we're 13 and like our lives have manifested into this and like I think like you know obviously Claudia separately has like probably had her own moment with this and but all of us individually have like you know built these lives for ourselves that are so amazing and getting to experience them and like celebrate them together is like the best thing you could ever ask for like it's like the most rewarding experience that was so magical that was so good yeah okay, so last week was one of our favorite memories and then your birthday last year yeah for sure it's one of my favorite stories yeah it was oh my god running We're running just, the sensation the of running and holding hands i'll never forget it mm. we've already touched on this but i think we should just really drive it home asha hickok asked how do you make living with your good friends a success and not destroy the relationship you need to look at your friends living habits prior to you moving in with them and decide if you could live in their space like mm. anytime i've been over to your house i'm like i could live here and i feel like anytime you went over to my house I, you probably didn't consciously think it but i know i'm like lexi's taking notes <laughs> she's like check could live here but like my house is in good shape it's clean it's not you know spotless i'm not super meti meticulous about it but i do like to keep a clean house mm -hmm. i do like to design it i'm not staying up all night but i'm not mm -hmm. like up first thing in the morning mm -hmm. and you have to look at your friends living habits to figure out if you would be a good fit for living with them mm -hmm. because if you guys have it doesn't have to run deep if you guys have different cleanliness levels mm -hmm. that can be a factor if you guys also have different financial levels that mm -hmm. could also not be a good situation mm -hmm. um so you just have to look at the more logistical things and if there's a lot of commonalities you will be good roommates and then on top of it all open communication you need to communicate mm -hmm. yeah i feel like cleanliness is one thing certainly to be mindful of and then the second thing that i always look for which is so funny or like i'm taking over the spaces i'm looking for someone who is an individual like i've definitely lived with people in the past or a person you know in the past that every time like i wanted to do something it meant like we needed to do something oh, interesting. and i've never even thought of and that. like that can be like incredibly draining because again it's kind of what we've talked about like you know there's sometimes that you want to be alone there's sometimes that maybe you want to get dinner with someone and you want to just like have dinner with them or you have you have different friends or if you want to go out you want to just go out with this person i mean like we don't experience this because we have similar groups of friends so odds are if like i'm going out we're going out to the same thing but you never want to feel like you're having to like constantly invite someone invite someone because it ends up being guilt that you or at least i experienced where or it feels like wait yeah like, i'm wait. i'm bound to this person exactly and like that's just not healthy like i feel like i've always loved living with a person that like has their own life but then like sometimes our lives kind of intersect in like meaningful ways but a lot of the questions that you guys are asking are as a result of maybe spending more time than you need to with your roommate where it's like you're living on top of each other but like making sure that you guys both lead individual lives and then you know if you cross over that's amazing but if you don't then like that's not the end of the world because it's just how you live like a healthy balance and keep your own friendship healthy yeah it should be a healthy friendship not a codependency mm -hmm. what are the juicy questions what about babies being preg <laughs> Hell yeah. That juicy. The psychic told me there's a baby girl in my future. Should we tell them about our psychic yeah, experience? Yeah, we should tell them about our psychic experience. All right. Taking a pause from this little advice session because Tyra and I um, had meetings with psychics while we were in Laguna Beach. I took it upon myself to get a meeting with a psychic while Tyra's at work. 
and I had such a great experience. She was so fun and I told Tyra about it and Tyra was like, well, let's go back tomorrow. And I sat in the room with Tyra, the woman reading her cards and having communication with her was reading Tyra like a book. So I said, okay, I'm gonna do this after, like absolutely. So then we switched seats and then I had my session and Tyra listened into the whole thing. But things are looking good for us. Things are looking right. I didn't get any mention of a baby, but I did get mention of a man, which is suitable for making a baby. <laughs> yeah, we both got mentions of men. I will be ending the year with someone. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's gonna be love in my life, and um, I need to stop people-pleasing. I'm smart and adorable. I should have written it down. You wrote it down. That was so smart of you. Because I knew. I, I was that. driving. Yeah. You have this, to fix the switch in order to yeah. be in a relationship. Yeah. Also, if it's a bad relationship, she will get run to drive with money. <laughs> yeah, if I'm in a healthy relationship, I will make money. Will make if money. I'm in an unhealthy relationship, I will lose money. The money will dry up. That's the up. craziest correlation I've like ever heard. Like I didn't know that that was a thing. Do you think it's a thing or do you think it's like a slight? I bet it's a common thing. She kind I'm of said sure it. it is. I just, I've never thought about like the how correlation. your relationship impacts your spending habits. And your, your income. Yeah. Cause I hadn't really thought about it in terms of spending. I was thinking of it in terms of income, but totally could be in terms of spending. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This was super interesting. She asked about my mom. She said, what sign was your mom? And then corrected herself to is. And I mentioned it later, I was like, my mom passed. And she's like, so I was right, which was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, called Tara out for anxiety and for looking too far in the future so she couldn't give herself a good quality of life. She's thinking over here and worrying instead of just Existing, existing in the moment. I need to speak up when I like need something. Um, yeah, because Tyra gives off the impression that mm -hmm. she has it all together. together. So no one ever expects her to need help. Mm -hmm. And because she's, it's not like putting on a show, but mm -hmm. because I'm just like is, this put together, like she was just like describing like you, even down to your space, like it has to be something that's like everything that's like that you like, nothing is missing or out of place. Like, um, so yeah, communicate help when you need it. I'm gonna be very rich, so I don't know why she, I'm so worried about not being. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna marry old money, she's gonna marry new yes, money. Yes, I'm gonna marry a self-made man. Um, I'm gonna marry someone with generational wealth. <laughs> yes, I don't remember. It was really just about like for me being in the present and like not letting my anxiety, you know, overtake what it means to be in the present and like have fun. Like don't be ashamed of the fact that I like like to go out and like like to be a social butterfly. Like don't be with people that make me feel ashamed of that and called me out on dating like former narcissist. Oh, so Tyra's really good at seeing the big picture. Yeah, seeing the big picture. Um, but we learned that I have a blind spot when it comes to men. She's but don't we my all? last relationship ended like a car crash. Nice. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Also told me that my new man, we're gonna have a material and a spiritual connection. So we connect on a deeper level, but we like nice things, which I am That's good. I am so yeah. game for that. I See, I'm only remembering details. I don't have a big picture overarching message for myself. No, I feel like she could repeatedly was telling you that you're stubborn and like, and that you have to work. Oh, on I have to let it go. And I have, have to, to let, let it go. go. Yeah, you have to let it go. And she said that that was something that you had learned from your mom. I thought it was interesting that she actually spoke about both of our moms where she mm -hmm. was like, for me, it makes my sense. My mom was so stubborn. Yes, and and she was like, you have to pay attention to that as like something that you, you don't learned adopt. it from her. Yeah. yeah, and like for me, it was like my mom does not express emotion. Like when she's like happy or sad, like she never would communicate that to me, which is why I think expressing emotion for me is like uncomfortable. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like you never think that these things are impacting who you become totally. when you're young. But and it might not be something you would have innately done had it mm -hmm. not been for our mom. Yeah, it's just how you learned yeah, how to I express yourself. Yeah. It's so ironic because I am such like an open mm -hmm. person, mm -hmm. like a little bubbly free girl. Yeah, even after the the um the session, the psychic was like, You gotta speak to have the session so that you can unblock your chakras <laughs> and we can talk about your past lives. 
And I was like, but, what about me? And she was like, it could benefit you, but you should, <laughs> you should talk to the relocation therapist. And I was like, oh God, I'm like scared of talking to a relocation. I don't want them to tell me I'm supposed to live in like Idaho. Like, I'm just not going to do that. I don't think they would tell you that. She was saying, if you're feeling conflicted between New York and Los Angeles, this woman or this person would paint a picture of what your life would look like mm. in those places. I didn't see. I didn't listen to that at all. I just heard relocation and was like, oh no. No, she did not say that. She also told me this move was really good for me. Yeah, she told you that, and she didn't tell me that. Yeah, well, I'm, and I'm like, I'm. Uh, well, now it's creating some insecurity about like if this is the right decision for me, but you this want to talk is about another... insecurity? I was driving back from the beach today and I saw all these crows and I recently <laughs> learned that crows are good luck as opposed to the popular belief that they're bad luck, but I don't think it's good to see a lot of crows and I'm like, no, this is a sign of illness and warning. And so I'm like driving, having the time of my life because I'm coming back from Malibu. Like I literally just got back from the beach and then we're sitting here to do this. And all of a sudden I start panicking. I'm like, there's gonna be a car accident that I get to. Like my family's gonna fall ill. Like I can't get in a good mood. I won't be able to do this podcast with Tyra because I saw so many crows and I was getting so superstitious and so insecure about it. It's we gotta get out of our own heads. They're crazy <laughs> places to be. Awesome. It's like I'm out here, so not in here. Woo woo since moving out here. Like <laughs> a, you were taking a meeting, but it's yeah. the first of the month. When I was in New York, the first of the month meant open the notebook, plan for the month. Mm -hmm. You know what I did here today? I put cinnamon in my palm and blew it towards the door. <laughs> For abundance. That's some New York versus LA humor. That's so funny. <laughs> and it was so purposeful too because I'm in this group chat and these girls are like, first of the month, you know what that means? And everyone's like, cinnamon in the palm, blow it towards your door. And it brings an abundance. And so I was like, fuck it, let's do this. Cinnamon so in funny. the door. <laughs> okay, so we had we had a lot of questions actually asking, I was reading about toxic friendships and how to Ooh. how to escape a toxic friendship or how do you know how do you know when a friendship is toxic? I remember my first toxic relationship friendship was in sixth grade. And I was in a group of four friends, and there was one friend that when I was hanging out with her one-on-one, all she would do is talk shit on the other two. And I'm like, these are our best friends. Why mm -hmm. the hell? Or I probably was like, why the heck are mm -hmm. you saying such bad things about our two friends? Like, why are you even friends with them if you don't like them? And she just, you know, catty middle school behavior, like, you know, power plays and um, insecurities and projections and stuff. So I said to her, these are my best friends and if you don't like them and you only want to talk bad about them, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. And I stopped being her friend. And then I remember having another toxic friendship in like eighth or ninth grade. And that one was a slow, um, slow burn, like a, mm. a what, what do you call it? A slow ghost? I don't know. Like I, a slow fade. <laughs> A slow fade is what I'm thinking. <laughs> and that one didn't need to be addressed because I was like, I actually don't want to have a conversation with this person. Like, I think I just want nothing to do with this person mm -hmm. and slowly faded away. And then I've had other friendships where, like, I sat down with her, our best friend, and her mom and was like, there's something going on with this girl. Like, she is not in a good place right now. And eventually that one had to be, like, cut off. Like, it was a very big deal. And then as of recently, I had a conversation with a friend and I was like, we are just not seeing eye to eye. I don't think that we need to be in each other's lives right now. Yeah, I mean, my biggest piece of advice there is really pay attention to how you feel after hanging out with a particular person. Yeah. If you leave a conversation or like a night out feeling anxious, feeling Insecure. You know, insecure, feeling second guessing yourself or, you know, not annoyed. annoyed, you know, or feeling drained. Drained is a huge one. Like those you experience it a lot. No, but I did with people that I was like very good friends with. And I think when you're really good friends with someone, you don't even know that that's not how you're supposed to feel until you experience a healthy relationship, which is why it's literally very similar to like when you're dating a guy, because um, you just get so warped into it. And, you know, I once had a therapist tell me like, 
there are some people out there that are gonna serve as energy vampires. Like there are these people who just like take, take, take from you and also dump on you. A lot of friends think that like dumping everything in their life onto another person is a friendship, but those aren't healthy. Like pay, really pay attention to like, when you leave a, a good, a, another relationship, if you feel good, if you feel light, if you feel happy, if you feel inspired, if you feel empowered, if you feel better than you did before, like those are all signs of your self telling you, okay, this is like, this is a direction I want to go in or okay, maybe this is someone that's a little bit more emotionally draining to be around that shouldn't be in my life anymore. And there are certain friends out there that I think are, you know, I have this like that there could be a little bit of jealousy, like there can be, be a little bit of a competition where it's like, they're almost looking for you to fail. Like there's some sort of like joy in that. And I don't know where that comes from, but just remove at all cost. Just think about how you feel after you exit, you know, a feeling with someone and, or being with someone. And then that's how you make the decision. And if it's a friend that you've been with for a long time, deserving of a conversation. If it's someone you just met, you know, we, we've had a friend that we both went out with. And after that night out, we were like, boy, never we again. exhausted from the experience we had with this person that we only knew for two days. And we were like, we don't have to see this person again. And it doesn't have to be a conversation because you were never that good of friends to begin with. I do think the caveat to this is that there's context involved. If mm -hmm. you are experiencing what feels like a toxic friendship, see if your friend is going through something or if this is just their general mood. Or if this is, yeah, this is their nature. Yeah, like, like if this is how they behave and mm -hmm. their perspective and it's been like this as long as you've known them, then yeah, find your way to like have a conversation and leave this friendship. But if something really horrible just happened to them, like then have a conversation about that particular event and, and particular event and how that has shifted the dynamic of your friendship. Like if they're going through a breakup and they're relying on you so heavily and you're like, I actually don't have the emotional bandwidth to handle this entire mm -hmm. breakup. Like I cannot like individually handle this heartbreak that you're experiencing then that's a conversation that sometimes people are just so in their own head that they need to hear that they're relying too much on someone and then they can change their behavior. But if this is their nature, as Tyra said, that's different. Those yeah. are times when you're like, I just don't think we're seeing eye to eye. And it's, and it's I don't especially think it's friendships that have been six, seven years. Like, you know, you can have the conversation and give them the opportunity to change. But if you don't see any change in their behavior, it's like, it's almost like the universe is creating that answer for you mm -hmm. where it's like it's more energy to keep the friendship than it is to be in it i think that's really what it comes down to yeah it should take no effort really to like be a friend when it feels like oh this is like work i have to do you get a facetime like, from them you see their name on your phone like, and you're oh. like oh i don't want to do it i don't want to do it i can't hello those are all signs those are all signs just listen to yourself and i will say that in my experience when i'm in a position where there's a friend in my life that is extremely draining and then i choose to let them go i've never once looked back yeah never once looked back that weight is it gone seems, and i'm free it always seems really daunting to do because i don't know why like maybe there's some sort of guilt or shame around it but you're just freeing up space in your life to welcome in the energy that you're like probably more deserving of i did the same thing with instagram a few weeks ago i had been holding on to these contacts as i was referring to them in my <laughs> head i was like you never know like maybe i should keep this follow because opportunities could arise i'm mm. like if an opportunity arose, they could find me. Also, it's been like five years. I had to actually do the math and I'm like, okay, yeah. so it's, I haven't spoken to this person since 2017. Mm -hmm. No, I can unfollow them. And I felt physically lighter not having all of that because you're holding on to things because you think, I, I feel like we hear this a lot, like a lack mindset. You're like, well, I need to hold on to it because what if I never get it back or this is the best that I can ever get? That's never the case. Never the case. Free yourself of stuff that's not serving you actively. And it's opening up space to create more. Yeah. Totally. And to let in things of quality. We could question, talk about our singleness. We have had some of the longest singleness <laughs> I've ever heard of in my life. No, no. Yes. I mean, we're single ladies. We are single ladies. But with no, within reason, no issue with it. Tyra and I are truly such we're good at being single. No, what I'm trying, like, I think people who are constantly in relationships, when they're not in one, there's a lack, but we're both very much living a full life where it really feels if we were in a relationship, it would just be like a little bonus. Yes, 
Um, I don't feel actively like I'm missing something. No. I either. hope to have love in the future and I hope to have a life partner that is adorable, but I don't currently like feel whole inside me. Um, okay, there are three relationships questions in a row here that are get them out. Finding yourself again after a breakup, dealing with a breakup when they've already moved on to a new relationship, and how do you know you're ready for a relationship? So okay. first we can do how to know you're ready and then how to deal with a breakup, I guess. I don't know how to know you're ready. <laughs> yeah. I put up blocks. This I is what like the psychic was talking about. I love how I'm we're talking about the psychic as if she's a therapist. I know. I'm like, she doesn't know us. Lisa doesn't know us, but maybe she does. Both psychics told me that I need to break down these walls. One literally told me for the next three days, picture a brick wall and you are physically breaking it down. Do the motion. My actual therapist told me that I am ready. <laughs> I feel like typically, you know, it's like finding that balance in your own life. Like too many of my friends that are in relationships right now are in a relationship and it might be extremely healthy or it might be extremely unhealthy because they do not have balance in other parts of their lives. Whether it's like, you know, diving into relationship and not spending time with your friends, not thinking about your career or it's, or it's, you know, diving into a relationship that's making you feel bad about the choices that you make as a person in or that you're having to compromise on the things that you love to do. And all of these types of things that end up manifesting itself in a relationship, I feel like are things that you can figure out when you're single. Knowing what it is that you- piece of advice. <laughs> knowing what it is that you like and dislike, knowing what it is that you, um, you know, where you wanna go in your career and trying to make those plans happen. Like knowing it, what it is to be a really good friend and have really strong friendships and build those friendships. Like there's so many people I know that get into relationships that come out of it and don't have any friends. Like, yeah. and it's like what it means to be a good friend is something obviously that like is very important to Lexi and I. So like it would probably mean we would need to have a partner that is also okay with being around friends and, and being around other people. Like. I feel like, at least what my therapist has told me is like these years are really to figure out all of those things so that when you go into a relationship, you know who you, you know are who outside you are of it. Outside of it. And I feel like the strongest relationships, just thinking about my parents, are exactly that. That's where it's adorable. like these two people that are like these individuals that are like walking in life together, but they are certainly individuals. <laughs> like, I have heard the expression that being in love is not two people looking at each other, it's two people looking out in the same direction. Yeah, and I feel like that's that's probably like the healthiest sign of a relationship. Um, the, how to questions? deal with the breakup was the other end of the question. Um, <laughs> I dove head first into all activities. That's what I was just gonna say. Like I got an internship. Yes. I took a class at a school and then eventually enrolled in school. I was filling up my weekends. I was hitting up any person. That's probably the only time you would ever see me in a regular workout class. The time of day that you're like not thinking about being. I a bought a class pass membership. It's like I'm gonna go to every studio in the city. Wait, battery change. One second. Okay, we're back. Got a class pass membership, yes. Working out, I was prioritizing friendships. I will give myself credit. When I was in my last relationship, and any relationship, I've done a super good job at maintaining friendships throughout it. I did not ditch everyone, so I didn't feel like I had a loss for friends. I actually had an incredible support system, and if anything, <laughs> why did I get like a little choked up? It's like I got a little closer to my family after that. Last time you're gonna apply it. You were really good with keeping your relationships while being in the relationship. And I also had space for new ones because a relationship does take up time and energy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me meet people in New York because that's also what I did. I moved to New York and simultaneously went through a breakup. So I was in a new city and I was like, let's dive head first. Of course, not everyone needs to move after a breakup, but it just happened to be my situation. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely with a person who was not easy to bring around other people, mostly because he didn't like the people I was bringing them around. That's and also like, a red flag. Yeah, and like that's not awesome. But I feel like, um, I feel like again, like it was a symptom of me being insecure about like not being enough for this person. So like after I did exactly what Lexi did, where the time that you spend doing activities or like 
taking workout classes or meeting new people is like all times that you don't spend about thinking about other people self-help books Loki. Interesting. Loki. I read You Were a Badass and it changed my life. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it really changed my life. Like, I had a really bad issue about comparing myself to other people and it was just like not healthy. So, I feel like occupying your time seems to be like what our recommendation is. Yeah. And, but a lot of people will just say getting yourself out there, like, the only way to get over another person is to get under another person. But I just feel like so much of it is like self work that, like, you end up getting the time to do that hopefully will mean that when you go into your next relationship it will be much healthier also do all the things that you kind of had to compromise on when you were in the relationship i think compromise is an incredibly important aspect of a relationship but when you're single no compromise is needed you can choose whatever movie you want to watch you can put on whatever song in the car you can go to whatever restaurant like all the things that like maybe they didn't love go and enjoy being single like i don't know why the conversation around being single is such a sad one to be honest because like i'm just like i'm looking at sex in the city and i'm like those girls are having the time of their lives like they go season one through four of like making their friendships the primary relationship of just like you know dressing up and going out to drinks at like a, a you know a, a fancy restaurant or even eat babbits like the amount of times this girl is like at a hotel bar like grabbing a drink or going to a party like it's like these are moments that are that are so fun that you get to have and or even what it is to go out to a party you know some people in relationships that are like oh i can't go out because we're staying in tonight and like no we're my like, fantasy <laughs> would be to do all those things just like with, with a, a partner. partner yeah and also be the same the fantasy well this i've had experiences with but like this is important to me that when we're going to a party we can split off yeah. and go party mm -hmm. and have our time and then yeah. we just like leave together exactly i mean i, just I don't think... need to be attached to the hip nor do i want to because similar yeah. to what you were saying about roommates i don't want to feel like this obligation to like bring my boyfriend around with me everywhere mm -hmm. and i don't want my boyfriend to have an obligation to bring me around everywhere <laughs> yeah I don't, yeah. I don't want to be dead weight. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, there's a joy that you get from being single and a freedom that you get from being single that you will literally never have at any other point in your life when you eventually, obviously, settle down and 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 become married. It's Your life changes. Get it's, rid of the fear of dying alone. You're not going to die alone. Yeah. So don't worry when you're 22 years old, 25 years old, like, fuck, I, I don't have a relationship. What am I going to do? I'm going to yeah. die alone. No, these are, this is a small window of time in your life where you are going to get to be alone. Yeah. And you're going to get to experience things as you want to. Like, think about Lexi and I, for example. Would Lexi and I get to move to LA on a whim? Would no. Lexi and I get to just like book Laguna on a night's notice? Like those are like freedoms that you don't get to have when you're in a relationship. I remember having this conversation like in COVID with some of my friends when I was talking about moving and I was like, I just feel like our life is calling for us to make changes because it's the first time that we get an opportunity to do so. Like with no restrictions. And I remember hearing these excuses. Like I remember everyone just being like, well, I can't because of my boyfriend and he doesn't have enough income to do that. Or I can't because of my job and my job is keeping me here. I can't because I think I just, I, I don't know how I would find a new place. Like I don't, all of these things are like, can be changed. <laughs> like our life is like not this like dead weight rock that like, can't ever evolve like life as, is a playground life is a playground and i feel like i was yelling something like that lexi to you the other day like i don't know what i was yelling at you for but i was just like you can do it too like i think like lexi was like looking at instagram and i was like everyone's in europe and i was like you can go to europe like you can also you have you are free i think i was yelling you are free yeah you are free you sometimes are free. you just need to be reminded like we are all free to do. No, it wasn't about Europe because I was like, want. that wasn't it because I don't care about being in Europe right now. It was that I was wanting to go more places during the day. And you're like, yeah. I don't know why you think you work a nine to five. You don't work a nine to five. You are free. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. am free. Tyra doesn't sound like that. Yeah, but I think sometimes we just need to be reminded that we are free and like freedom is beautiful. Also, financial freedom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
get your money in order. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening. Uh, if you watched the video, would love to hear your thoughts. Um, I'm going to see how this works. This is a little bit of an experiment. I don't know if this is going to be consistent. I thought it would be fun because Tyra is going to be on it. And we'll see when I'm having solo episodes if I... I just don't feel the requirement. But I know that a lot of people love to watch a podcast and not just listen to it. So would love to hear your feedback. If you really like the show, rate it five stars on the podcast app and leave it a sexy little review. If you want to find Tyra, she is on Instagram at Tyra Booker, Booker with two R's. T-Y-R-A-B-O-O-K-E-R-R. -R. You guys want to spell my name. Also... If you want to find me, my username on Instagram and Twitter is at Lexi. And I have a YouTube channel as well, if you're not watching on YouTube already. So thank you so much. Talk to you soon. XOXO. Lexi. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.